Hello. Welcome, everybody, to the first show of 2022. We meet Miss Belinda Scandal. How the heck are you? How's 2022 treating you so far? It's uh, it's still, oh, we're on the precipice a little bit, aren't we? We don't know if we're going to be all right. We're not sure if we're going to be okay or not okay. We just don't know, do we? But I'll tell you what, we're with you now for the next 36 minutes, exactly, everybody. So uh, just sit back and relax. On the show tonight, we have got a marvellous show lined up for you. There's a gentleman called Bruce Jones, but you'll all know him as Les Battersby, everybody, I'm sure. He was in this wonderful soap called Coronation Street a good few years back, and he's uh, giving us a wonderful little interview in just a few minutes' time. Also, um, started yesterday at the Palace Theatre was the School of Rock, Andrew Lloyd Webber's new fantastic musical, and it's doing a lovely, lovely tour all around the UK, and we're going to be speaking to one of the cast of that a little bit later on as well. And if that's not enough, we've also got loads of stuff for you we've got the weather and we're also going to do something really really nice which is looking at the new memorial here in manchester we went down there today and we went to check it all out i have to say it's breathtaking to see all them names so prominent in a big circle but we'll go into that in a little while's time first up though tonight um 1997 was the first time you saw this gentleman on the cobbles his name is bruce jones before that though he had an absolutely fantastic fantastic career he was part of a comedy duo he basically had done everything you should do in entertainment and i'm very privileged to say that bruce joins us now welcome bruce how are you i'm fine thank you for having me on i'm sorry i can't be there live but i've got to test for covid because all the cast i've just worked with went down with it and yeah so you were just at the you were just at panto with them weren't you and it all kind of people were taking time off and it was it was getting a bit sensible i mean you've not tested positive yourself but you've you've been sensible and you've kept away for our sake and for your own sake as well isn't that right i am and i went first the the pcr test today so i'm waiting for the results of that tomorrow moment i've feel great i don't feel like i've got covid i've got no symptoms of it but i might be carrying it and i don't want to go any near and uh, if i am carrying it i don't want to give it anyone i've asked the former exactly. wife today and say i can't come and stay with you tonight and let you go to your mother's on sunday and give her a covid she's 70 odd years of age and i can't afford to do that so no, i apologize for you the viewers out there that i can't be alive that's our, you're as live as we can get with this pandemic going on still. And that's all we can ask for. Now, Bruce, <laughs> you started off... We, we, we got the end of the run. We did. Yeah, indeed. Now, Bruce, you started off doing uh, lots of different things. You started off as a comedy duo. Tell us a bit about that. Well, I had a dream many, many years ago as a kid living on the council estate in Manchester. I was brought up in Wales. And when I was three years of age, my mum took this to Manchester. But in Wales, I joined, a, as a kid, I joined this, this theatre group as a young kid. And I remember going back to Wales and I got I got my first break at school was doing an intensity play. And they clapped. So I remember saying to my mum, why are you clapping as mum? And my mum said, you've got it right. And that's what you do when you get things right. You've got to go that way and climb in a world where you don't want to be. You can get things right. And that resonated me on my life. And I've always looked at stage. So secretly went to drama school at night and did things I wanted to do. And but things happen, you get married and things happen. And that sense to leave you behind a bit. But 
Yeah. Then so then, of course. Yeah. Now you um, you moved on to you moved to Coronation Street in 1997. How did that come about for you? Well, I did I did a Ken Loach film called Rainy Stones, and that won me up in that's of the year. And then I did Roughnecks, I did Frost, I did all, I did all these TV shows. And I remember the producer saying to me, "It's Rainy Stones," and he was bringing his family in. And he wanted me to be part of that family. And I, I met the wonderful Vicky Ann Swisson, played Janice. I met the two girls, Jane Danson and Sawyer. And we all gelled. But we all had our doubts about this family going in coronation, especially me, because I'd watched it with my grandmother for years and years and years. And I said to one day, I'm going to be in that <laughs> show one day, Grant. And she went, Yes, you are, Sonny Jim. Yes, you are. Sadly, my grandmother never saw that day that I went in. But my mum yeah. my mum saw it. And yeah. to me, that, that was sort of filmed and everything I'd done. I mean, was when I did Roughnecks for two years in, in Scotland, we did works on the O-Rigs. I couldn't go to the premier of Rainy Stones, but Ricky Tomlinson went and all my family were there. And I was on an oil in an OC film in Roughnecks. And I finished my scenes for that day and I stood on I went and stood out on the out on the oil rig bridge and I'm, I'm looking up at North Sea thinking I should be at that I, I should be at that premiere and I had tears in my eyes. My mum was there. Everyone was there, my family. After that it just took off for me. It just ranged on just took off. I've done that so many films now with so many actors. I'm so privileged. I'm a privileged council kid. But anyone with a yeah. dream can do what I've done. As long as you've got that dream. Especially from Manchester. Anything's possible in Manchester. Tell us about some of your best moments then on Coronation Street. Oh, there's plenty of lots of them. I mean, I, 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 I can remember lots of things I did uh, that wasn't really right to do, but they were funny. They were funny things to do. I mean, the most question I get now is when am I going back? And we could do with you mm -hmm. back now because... That this this they seem to don't like the new one, so they're watching yep. the classical, and uh, yeah. I, I I I just get, get it's like being back in it again in a way. It's like being back, in it. and I'm proud of that. I'm proud of Coronation Street. I'm proud of what they did. I'm proud of being part of Coronation Street, and no one can ever take that away from me. I was eleven years in there, and no, no one can take that away from me. Absolutely not. I mean, you were a fantastic character in there, a very prominent character. Um, the cock of the walk, I think some would say, on them cobbles for the years that you were in it. Uh, sadly, though, you left there, um, and it, it kind of didn't go too well after that, and you started struggling with quite a few demons after that. Uh, how was it being suddenly part of something marvellous and then kind of having nothing else after that straight away? I was quite quite sad at leaving the street and I was quite sad at not being able to get work anymore because I was so typecast as Les. Uh, uh, I, I, I'm married now for my second time to my wife Sandra will have more than anything in the world. That woman saved my life. She, she, I was on a suicide flip that series out there. I disappeared. No one knew where I was. Newspapers were looking for me. Everyone was looking for me. Disappeared. I didn't, didn't want to know anymore. It was like from a kid's again uh, and then suddenly not being at work 
because I really were as boss as me. And everywhere I went, it was like, get back in that show, get back in. Leave me alone, just leave me alone. And it, it, mm -hmm. I had only demons in my head as well at the time, but I thought I'd got rid of them, but they came back. So I went for two years, I just disappeared. And I, I had friends who looked after me, very good friends. And they, they, so, they sort of, I went into a, you, a you depression would... like you wouldn't believe. Sorry? You were fighting a few demons then, were you? Yeah, I I, I just got um, got two years and but then I got offered a, a, a friend of mine offered me a script in Wales to do a film in Wales, and I said I don't really want to do a script anymore. And the script, the script was called Cream, and I, I read the script and gone, this is a good script. And he, he offered me the chance to, to do the film. And I said, okay, I'll do the film. I'd won so many awards for me, but I didn't think I'd be able to do it again. And so, I mean, my life was over at that time, and I, I just didn't care. I did the film. I, I, I went and did Cream. And he went into the Welsh International Film Festival of the Year, which is thousands of films from all over. There's a big festival in car. And I didn't go to that festival. I thought, oh, I'm going to one of these festivals anymore. I'm, I'm, I've been to so many, and every time I go, I win an award. And I, I won, I won it. I got, I got the best actor for Cream. Uh, and after that, I was everywhere and nowhere. Everyone wanted my work, so I just thought, right, demons are gone, Les is gone. And to me, it's like I can act. Yes, I, I, I can do this. I can. Go back and do it. And it upset me that I'd done this film and it got me that award. And then after that, I signed through the films and another film. And Les was sliding down the drain. He was going down the slide and I was going up it. I was climbing up it as he was coming down. And I suddenly found out I have got a world I can work in. But Les is going now. I'm, I don't ever get me wrong, I'll, I'll always love Les, always, and Janice and the girls, I'll always love them people. But I know I was, I was climbing up the slide instead of sliding down now, and it, it was... I remember after going away for two, I went to see my wife, and she just loved me, and... And it was just great to be real was again, and... And I worked, I'd worked with Bob Hoskins, I'd worked with so many people. I did, I did so many movies. I did, I, I, I won't, I won't access guilt for the, the four months here. I'd been in all these films. And I did Frost, I did Heartbeat, I did all these TV series. I did, I did Hillsborough, I did so many TV series that I just, I wanted to find it. Mm. I thought the only way out for me is get the use of. And that's two years. I disappeared. I knew one way that I was coming back. Whether alive or dead. Yeah. So what what what's keeping you going then, Bruce? What's keeping you G'd on? What's keeping you happy? Now it's the fact that I've got a beautiful place to live. I've found a village I love to live in. I, I live with beautiful people. They're not 
you know, I miss Manchester, uh, but I love Wales. I, I was brought up in Wales, and Wales is part of my life. And the Welsh people, I'm being, I, I consider myself Welsh, even though I was born in my dad. I was brought up in Wales, so I was three years of age. And Wales for me is my heart. It's, I've got the dragon in my heart, and I can never leave Wales. And that keeps me going. They, they protect me here. They, they look after me here. They do, they do why I'm a celebrity to get me out of here just down the road. And I think I'm going yeah. to sound when that comes because the TV cameras are going to be gone. And as soon as you get me, it's, can you do this? Can you tell me about that? You... No, I'm off. I don't, I don't get involved in that. But no, I mean, on TV and BBC, the people I've worked for, Channel 4 and all the companies I've worked for all my life, they've, they've, they've been great companies to work for. But I know it's, I, it's I knew great. in my in my mind. Sorry. No, it's okay. I was just going to say, it's good to see that you're still working. I mean, literally last week, you've only just finished. So as much as Les may have stopped being on our screens all those years ago, you haven't really stopped. Oh. No, I've got a... Uh, I joined a film company long ago. I haven't got a lot of money. They were a new coming film company. And they couldn't pay his wages, so... They asked me to join them, and would I be, would I be one of us in in these movies? We can't afford. We can pay your expenses. And I thought, okay, I get that. I get that. So I joined. And now, they're they're on. I've just filmed for them. Just whatever pennies they give you at the end of it. It's, I don't want the money anymore. I, I I don't care about money anymore. And. So we did the first film, and then we did the second, the third, the fourth, and the fifth. We now up for an, or I'm up for an Oscar in your movie characters. So I thought, hang on a minute, how have we got to this? You're not paying any of these actors. And we've got big Ian Gelder, Mark Winger, all these actors have joined this company, and they're working just for getting there and getting on. They're, they're not Amazing. looking for the money. We're not getting paid big wages. But this film company is coming up and up and up. And now there's, there's, we're on Amazon Prime, but now Netflix has stepped in. But once that happens, I don't think I want to get involved in that money game. I don't want to get involved in that big money shit. So I think ah, I'll you sure? It is from nothing. Yeah. You get in there now. Once you get there, I'm out. Uh, it, it was my contribution to you for, for giving me that chance to be back in big movies again. But now I've been offered three movies in America. Can you believe it? I just I don't can't. believe when it's going to end. Yeah, definitely. Listen, Bruce, we are unfortunately running out of time here now. Uh, I just want to say a big thank you. We've had a few comments um, for you as well, just before we let you go. So let's have a look at these comments that we've had in uh, for you. Uh, here we are. We've had a lovely one from Leanne. Who, there you go. That's nice. And another one there. She said she fancies you a lot. Uh, she loved you in that wonderful program there. Uh, I mean, you've still got all this support behind you. I could talk to you literally for hours. Unfortunately for now, though, Bruce, we are going to have to leave it. So thank you very much for your time. The one and only Bruce Jones there, everybody. Amazing, everybody. What an absolute gentleman. Now then, as Bruce was talking about there, several million people are suffering with the down days, everybody, as I call them. But fear not. There's always one lady here who's always able to lift your mojo. Happy New Year! It's 
it's Joe Britton, your personal performance coach for another minute of Mojo. It's that time of the year for New Year's resolutions, isn't it? I'll let you into a secret. I don't make any. This is because if there's something that I want to achieve, I don't wait for an arbitrary date in the calendar to start doing it. I just get on with doing it. So if this is you and there are things that you want to change in your life, just get going today. And here are a few tips on how you can do it. Just think about the outcome that you want to achieve. So if it's losing weight, be really specific about it. That is too vague. Think about the weight that you would like to be and when you would like to be that weight. So for instance, write this in the present tense. It is now the 31st of March and I am however many pounds that is. And then think about what it would be like to achieve that outcome. How will you be feeling? And what are the consequences if you don't? Then all you need to do is break it down into steps to take. What will have needed to have happened for you to get to the weight that you would like to be? So that could be eating healthy food, taking 30 minutes of exercise every day, whatever those things are, write them down. And then be really specific about how you're going to do those things and when you're going to do them and build some healthy habits around it. Let me know how you get on with achieving your outcomes. And if you want any more help, come and follow me on my Instagram page, joebritton.mojo, where there are more mojo fueling tips and advice. I'll be back next time for another minute of mojo. School of Rock is one of them wonderful, wonderful musicals. A new generation of musical and a new generation of cast and characters. Gone are the days of them very flamboyant musicals. Instead, these days, you're looking literally to attend the school, the School of Rock. And one gentleman joins us here right now, Mr. Alex Tompkins. Welcome to the show. Oh, thanks for having me. Can I just say, you look absolutely beautiful. Oh, thank you. Thank you. You're so near yet so far. <laughs> huh? School of Rock, it sounds phenomenal. For those people that aren't aware of Andrew Lloyd Webber's new endurance into these types of musicals, perhaps explain a little bit about it. Yeah, it's, um, do you know what? I've been attached to the project for um, probably about five years now uh, and to, doing it in the West End. It's, uh, it's something that I care a lot about on a number of levels. Um, I think mainly that it's been a, a really good stable job for me and supported me and my family. I've got two little kids. So that's firstly, but secondly, um, it's just a, it's a production that's just full of, uh, full of life and energy. And it's, um, it's, 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 uh, it's quite an important show. I think it's, it sort of shows how, um, how music uh, is, is not an exclusive thing. You know, it's, it's something that all kids should be able to do. And one of the great things about doing the show is, um, is, is seeing the look on these kids' faces to, to, to see the kids on the stage their age um, playing all these wonderful instruments and going, oh, my God, I can do that. If because they can we do should, it, I can do it. We, we should say these instruments being played live on stage all around the country throughout this tour, these children are actually playing these instruments, aren't they? Yeah, they're all, they're all completely live. Um, I must admit, I've been playing instruments for uh, quite, a, quite a long time. I've played guitar and piano. And if I was uh, even half as good uh, uh, at their age, uh, these kids are, uh, I would be absolutely phenomenal now. These kids are, 
are just incredible. Um, and and do you know what? They're they're not sort of stuffy, privileged kids. These are normal kids who are just phenomenally talented, A, and B, extremely hardworking. So what's the story then? So the story is um, uh, of Dewey Finn, who uh, who I play. In fact, there's four of us that play uh, that part. Um, so Jake plays it for five shows a week. I play it for three. And then Richard and Tom um, basically do um, the leftovers. <laughs> that sounds horrible. So basically, yeah, there's a character called um, Dewey Finn. Um, obviously, it's based on, on the film. So it's the Jack Black part. Um, you know, a, a, a wannabe rock star who's down on his luck, who's just obsessed with with rock music and rock bands and Led Zeppelin and Iron Maiden. Um, and he's, uh, yeah, he's down on his luck. He's he's been he's been kicked out of his own band for his flamboyant guitar solos and for just going a bit over the top. But that's how he sees rock and roll, you know. So he gets kicked out of his own band. Um, meanwhile, he's got his his best friend and um, his best friend's wife on his case um, because he's not paying any rent in the house, um, and he uh, they threaten him uh, with being evicted. Um, he he then intercepts a phone call, um, which is uh, which is uh, designed for um, Ned Schneebly, his best friend. He intercepts the phone call um, and then proceeds to masquerade as. Uh, as a supply teacher in an extremely um, posh school, and he decides it's... to um, sorry, he decides to basically blag his way through it, and he discovers how how um, how talented these kids are, although um, they don't seem to know it, and he he decides to bring that talent out in them um, because he ultimately thinks, for some crazy reason, that he can go to the Battle of the Bands, which is this competition that um that would enable him to earn the money to pay his rent uh he could enter that competition with these kids um and um well you'll have to come and see it to to know whether that happens so you say of course it started off as a film but now it's obviously a wonderful musical Andrew Lloyd Webber's music behind it and everything but what separates it from the film what makes it so much better as a night out than perhaps going watching the film yeah that's a, that's a good point I think there's something to do with with the live experience. Um, I mean, there's the, the live experience of of what watching music live. You know, going to a gig. There's there's something about that, and especially in these um, COVID times where everyone's been locked away and things like that. Um, you know, all the Netflix and Amazon Prime in the world can't make up for that live experience, that collective feeling of um, of laughing together or crying together or or shouting together and clapping together and all that stuff um that you can't really get i don't think from from netflix um so it's the it's the shared experience um that you get from it and um it's also yeah it's just it's just complete passion and you you see it before your very eyes and you can't pause it um and you can't rewind it and you it's it's just uh, completely live it sounds amazing. Now you mentioned you're sharing the part with a few other people. Uh, I'm guessing it's a demanding role for that reason, then. Yeah, that's exactly it. Yeah, we, you know, usually um, us performers, we would do eight shows a week, uh, but we split the part up into like a five-three split. 
Um, and um, if you're feeling a bit run down, you know, one of us can jump in and it's just it's just one of those things where we need to um, we need to spread ourselves out a little bit because it's completely I mean, you know, as, as Dewey Finn, you're on the stage um, for the whole thing, basically. Uh, and it's extremely, extremely um, physically and vocally demanding. Um, and as, as much as probably any other role I've ever seen in in musicals. Uh, and of course you say demanding for yourself what about for the children that are in it it must be super extra demanding for them as well yeah <laughs> yeah they i mean you, you, I, I i just they're, they're, they're work colleagues so you i sometimes forget that they're just little kids and sometimes if we're on a saturday matinee and occasionally you catch one of them staring into the wings or just struggling to concentrate a bit and you go come on focus but actually you know they they you know what were what were you and i doing on a on a on a Saturday lunchtime, you know, probably playing computer games out in the park on the bike or whatever it is, and these kids are working, you know. Yeah, it sounds fantastic. Um, it's running, of course, at the Palace Theatre in Manchester. Have you been to Manchester before? Manchester, yeah, I have. I love Manchester. I've had many a many a good night out in Manchester, um, and um, <laughs> but I've, uh, I've 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 always I've never been to the Palace actually. I've always gone to the Lowry, um, right? And uh, yeah, some cracking nights out. And I uh, love Manchester. It's gorgeous, gorgeous place. Well, we're going to make sure that everybody that's watching our program comes down and watches this because it, it's oh, what you. I class it. And I have said this and perhaps I'll get in trouble for saying this, but it is a grown up version, even though it's got children in it of Matilda. It's it's proper. It's got balls, hasn't yeah, it? It really it has. has. Yeah, you're right. It really yeah. is. It's fantastic. And I, I implore everybody to go and watch it. For the meantime, though, Alex Tompkins, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you. some great things you can watch online or on telly in the next few days. On Netflix, the Queer Eye Gang are back for another series helping people improve their lives and their surroundings. Also on Netflix, Joey Beatty is back in another series of Witcher, the show that plays with time. Now, Star Wars fans will love The Book of Boba Fett, now streaming on Disney+. And new to watch on ITV Hub this week, it's Scooby-Doo and guess who? And the one Amazon original TV series this month that you mustn't miss is As We See It. It's now available on Amazon Prime Video. Join us again next week for more top TV tips here on Your Manchester. So loads to watch, everybody. So make sure you check it out. There's loads going on. Manchester's vibing again, everybody. Of course, on the 22nd of May 2017, there was a different vibe. Um, now, there's been a memorial uh, that's opened today in Manchester, just outside of the cathedral. And it's absolutely stunning. We thought it was only appropriate to show you this.
just absolutely beautiful beautiful uh, to see that i mean there was lots of people there today uh, a few people stood in front of individual plaques obviously people they knew and had lost in the um atrocities that's all we can say about it uh later on in the year we are going to be doing as always something rather special for you uh about this as well in the meantime though everybody changing the subject um for you now we are going to talk to a guy called kai now kai is adamant that he can put this guy through his very best in-depth fitness and lifestyle coaching so with that in mind he's been looking at the diets as well which is what i'm really interested in so over the next few weeks we are going to be joining kai and brandon uh, as they do a little bit of exercise this is our first encounter with kai and our brandon That everybody says is like a beginning thing, but it's because it works. He's basically trying to get you from point A to point B. So from not moving much to moving a bit more. It doesn't need to be the typical 10,000 steps because okay. for some people who sit in an office all day, come home, have to look after the kids, you could start looking at how many you're doing currently. So pretty much every smartphone okay. has a, tr a step tracker, whether it's already built in or whether you download it as an app. You could just look at seeing your usual steps per day. Mm -hmm. I'm just trying to increase it a little bit at a time. So you could even do it week by week. So you go an extra thousand steps of your average for next week. Yeah. An extra thousand steps per day of your average for the week before. Until it's becoming unrealistic for your lifestyle. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So always try and fit it in around what you can do. Yeah. So don't just go from your typical, oh, this guy said online, 10,000 steps. Go, right. And for me, there. that might not be necessarily achievable. Mm -hmm. You might end up feeling like a failure and it just doesn't work out well. So always fit it in from where you currently are. So if it's going to be a step thing, which again is a, is probably my first yes. recommendation, um, how about what you usually do? Either download a step counter, see how you're going on for the end, uh, for the start of Jan, sorry. Mm -hmm. so see how you're going on for the start of Jan and then just try changing it around and having a look. In the second week, start setting some goals in the second week. Fantastic. And yeah. so then what's our second tip of what we should be doing then? Try and find an active hobby. So yeah. uh, I know for you, it's the gym now. The gym yes. with me. Uh, as, as most of our viewers know, I'm at the gym quite often now. Can you to look this way? Thanks to this man, I'm now a far better looking person. <laughs> the gym is one of them. Mm -hmm. If that's not an option, just finding something like either a, a dance class, martial arts, just picking something up that you might find a bit more interesting, even running outside. I mean, it's probably my least favourite thing, but it's not my kind of training. But if somebody finds that enjoyable, it's something from, especially if you've never done anything like that before, starting running can make you feel 10 times better just because you're coming from no fitness background at all. Uh -huh. So if you are completely new to it, just move more, get you feeling better. Number three is set yourself a goal. Okay. Well, sometimes this can be through the help of a coach, right. even if you don't need to work alongside them. If you know anyone that's into the sort of gym and into stuff like that, maybe just a bit of friendly advice on what is realistic and what isn't realistic. Okay. Um, I mean, one that I'm not really a fan of is like goal body weights. We do it. Yeah. But it's because as a coach for his frame, I know the ideal body weight I'd like him at. Um, some people are really big boned. And if you start giving yourself goal body weights and your body's just not meant to be like that, it can become a bit more unhealthy. If you start running um, a distance, so say five kilometers, try and bring it down every time. So you've got a goal in your head and then when you've done it a few times, you might be able to hesitate a guess of, oh, it's coming down by this much. I want it to get to this much by maybe end of Feb. Obviously we've been talking about exercise this episode. So I assume you've got some exercises to put me through my misery in, in some way. 
I'll tell you what, we'll do the finish of a plan. So of course. Let's not something go. we're used to. We're used to like sort of lifting weights. Uh, but it wouldn't be as fun as this stuff because he's not used to it, so so this is a bit of a finisher to a hit workout that Kai is creating, something that you can do at home that will help you lose weight, but also get you more energetic, just like we've been talking this episode. It's going to be high knees. Okay. So it's going to be for eight reps. Right. So it's going to be one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Okay. Yeah. And then it's going to be into four squat jumps. Right. Yeah. Okay. So squat, squat jumps. Jump. We've actually never done this before. Okay. <laughs> What's a squat we've jump? We've only ever squatted with a weight on your back. So... Squat jump. Basically, <laughs> squat jump is just going to be a bodyweight squat. Okay. So, as we've done as our warm ups, yeah. Squatting down nice and deep. Okay. As you come back up, you're going to go into a little jump, not too high. Okay. Two, three, four. As part of the hit workout, so pre prior to the finisher. Okay. Part of the hit workout, you'll be having breaks. You're doing it for set periods of time. Yeah. For this. This is just for two minutes straight, no breaks. And as you can see, I don't do my running. <laughs> okay, let's see some cardio then. Right, so okay, we're so going... I'm going to start with the high knees. I'm going to okay. start the timer, yeah? Okay. Let's go. Three, five, seven, five, eight. Well, again, mate. One more minute, yeah? And again, high knees, high knees, high knees, high knees. Get them higher, 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 higher. So you want them to be in line with the hips. At least. Okay. And then back into the squat jumps again. This thing. This thing. It's all. One more. Up again. Ten more, ten more, ten more. That was so much more of a Six. Five. Four. Three. Two. And one. Oh. Well, thank you very much, Guy. Um. I definitely think I've learned a lot, <laughs> and I hope the viewers at home have too. I'll see you next week, where I'll uh, hopefully have my breath back. <laughs>
I'm here at Candle Hill Park this week, just enjoying a nice latte. Now Candle Hill has a lot to offer. It has a children's playing area, a cafe and 48 acres of land to explore, which I'm going to do in just a moment. And there are also stunning views, which you'll see as well. Hello my lovely weather watchers and welcome to this week's weather forecast with me Paul Rudd and it's the first weather of 2022. Happy New Year everyone, I've missed you guys. I feel like I'm on top of the world here at Tandle Hill Park and there's a great view of Manchester right over there, it's absolutely beautiful. Well, Christmas and New Year has been, been a bit of a washout, but push that to one side. It's going to continue with the wet theme, very unsettled, very cold, very windy, and there might be some snow on the Pennines. So here's the weather forecast for January 2022 so far. Thursday is looking like rain with the temperatures of 7 degrees Celsius. Friday is looking like rain also, heavy showers with the temperature of 5 degrees Celsius. As we look into the working weekend right now, Saturday is looking like rain with the temperatures of 6 degrees Celsius and Sunday is looking a little bit better, cloudy, but there might be an outburst of rain with the temperatures of 6 degrees Celsius. So let's hope this year brings us love, light and happiness for 2022. Get yourselves wrapped up keep warm stay safe and dry if you can time to go back to the studio from me here at the beautiful Tandle hill park back to the studio for this week's amazing episode of your manchester he didn't jump he didn't jump I, probably because he thought he was going to fall down that hill to be honest which would have been great for us because that would have been a wonderful outtake anyway everybody we've got some marvelous guests lined up for you i have just kept my um my little keypad with me because there's been quite a few comments tonight and i've been replying to as many as i possibly can if you want to get involved in our show all you need to do is contact us at your mcr Dot com. We are mega excited, everybody, because we can now announce that last year, 2021, we had uh, 1 million views, everybody. Well, just a little bit over as it is, but 1 million views in 2021, making this uh, Manchester's favourite magazine show, everybody, which is absolutely fantastic. Stay in contact with us. Loads of guests coming your way. Brandon's back next week. Hopefully he's not just a picture. He's in, a, uh, he's in Ireland at the moment. Which part of Ireland is he in? Do we know? Antrim, everybody. Yes, nice place. Never been. Um, I'm sure it's lovely. Uh, and he's there with Father Christmas. Go figure. Um, everybody, thanks for watching this week's episode of Your Manchester. Manchester.